The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Well, new technology is definitely changing the way we tell stories. New tech was in focus this week with various stories about WhatsApp messages, especially in the UK. You had Boris and Co and their COVID WhatsApps and the six former Metropolitan Police officers given suspended sentences for sending offensive and racist WhatsApp messages. We've all heard stories about people playing fast and loose in WhatsApp groups with varying consequences. Louise Campbell, Head of Learning and Development at Robert Walters, is here to share some do's and don'ts. You're very welcome. Louise, first of all, when it comes to workplace groups, you know, we've got sort of family groups, friend groups, mm-hmm. parent groups, and then there's the workplace colleague stuff. Um, are your messages your to colleagues your own? Uh, employers generally can't monitor or obtain text from employees' personal phones. But if the phone is a business phone, they typically have full rights of access. So it is very contextual. It's generally relevant, however, who owns the device, who owns the number associated with the account and who pays for it. Um, you can never, however, be, be, be too sure. You know, a message from an employee's personal phone to a colleague's personal phone, depending on the context, could be argued to be company property. In certain circumstances. Right, so it's definitely worth considering. It is. You don't have to be in a WhatsApp group and work. I presume nobody could compel uh, an employee to be. No, you can certainly opt out. I think it can be slightly awkward though, Richard, because you you tend to get added to groups whether you want to be or not. And I think we probably everyone who who has ever used WhatsApp has been added to a group that they say, I don't know why I've been added to that. I have no interest in joining that group whatsoever. Um, you, you, You can opt out. I mean, it's perfectly legitimate to say, look, I, I don't really use WhatsApp. If you want to contact me in a professional environment. John has left the me. group. John has left the group, exactly. <laughs> and w- what about, OK, there are no rules, really. Mm. It's a sort of a social decorum and what is still a relatively new media and all yep. of that. But mistakes that people can make with tone and with language and the big one with humour. Yeah, you, you can get it very wrong. I mean, I think with, with something, any any medium like WhatsApp, which is not really designed to, to, to be in a work environment, you, you need to gauge your audience. You need to be careful. You need to assume that whatever you're writing, you would put the same joke in an email. You would say it in the canteen in front of all of your colleagues. Just because it's on WhatsApp doesn't mean that you can be vindicated and say, oh, it was only on WhatsApp. I didn't mean it. Have you ever come across people who've had to resign because of something they put in a WhatsApp message? I've come across a candidate who had an argument in work and decided to resign to their boss via WhatsApp, um, which I think is is pretty unprofessional. Again, it's too informal. It's too informal. I think if you're doing anything like raising a grievance, serving notice, discussing your pay or a a, a pay rise, etc., you don't put that into something like WhatsApp because typically the language in WhatsApp is it's, it's designed to be short and concise. Well, there are plenty of do's and there are plenty of advantages mm. of the groups and, and it allows us to keep in touch with all kinds of people in our lives in different ways. What about the don'ts? I mean, for example, um, what about um, what about excluding work colleagues? So let's say, you know, you, you need five of careful. us are going to set up a work group and... Sheila yeah, and four of, four of them are in the group and, and one is left out. I think you need to be careful. I mean, obviously, if there's something that's totally social that that person isn't involved in, I think that's OK. But if you're setting up a work WhatsApp group, you've got to make sure that everyone's included, number one. I think you've got to, um, you've 
got to have some sort of agreement that the people in the group, there's a level of trust where you believe that they will not forward on messages or screenshot them. I mean, that's the real danger in in work WhatsApp groups. You can say something dreadful and you don't know, you've no control as to where that message is going to end up. What about emojis? Do you use emojis, Louise? Are you a fan? <laughs> I'm a generation that does use emojis, but apparently what? they are very lame, Richard. If why you ask why is it a generational thing? I mean, I read somewhere that it, it tends to be a slightly older generation, which includes me, that use emojis. Although I don't, I don't actually, I'm not mad about them. But young I, people don't seem to use I them. think something is, uh, for me, it's a time thing. I, I, it's a very lazy way of a, a thumbs up can be a very quick and easy way of saying, sure, you know, I agree, whatever, I'll, see, I'll, I'll meet you at two o'clock. Um, the laughing face emoji when you can't really be bothered, maybe writing back and saying that's so funny. Just just pushing a button and sending an emoji is, is a lot quicker. What's but, wrong with the thumbs up? Because what are you supposed to say? You could use a word and say cool, but using well, cool isn't not, very that's, cool. That's <laughs> certainly not very cool. But apparently the thumbs up is, is, is a no-no. OK, I'll bear that in <laughs> mind. Louise Campbell, Head of Learning and Development at Robert Walters. Thank you very much for joining Thank us you. on the programme.